Welcome. You're listening to the Empathic and Heart-Driven Podcast with Megan Jean. Here we explore the realm of energy and feelings. We learn how to navigate our path, feel empowered to be who we are, and connect peacefully to our purpose. If you've ever been called sensitive, if you've ever struggled with the fact that you don't do normal, or you're craving the support to step out into the world in a way that aligns with your true self, then this podcast is for you. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the Empathic and Heart Driven Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Jean, and I'm so excited to be bringing you the first episode of this podcast. It's been a long time in the dreaming and it is finally here. So welcome. I am super pumped to be bringing this to you. Our first episode is a real important one because I want to shed some light on what exactly it means to be an empath. So stay tuned because I'm going to bring you all of the information on what it means to be an empath, how we navigate our way through life, and what we can do to feel the best every single day. So I'm going to start by answering the very obvious question. What is an empath? If you consider yourself an empath, then you are a feeler. You may have been called sensitive many times in your life. So our superpower is that we feel our way through life. We feel all the feels. And at times that can be super challenging because you can feel emotional. Um, You can find that emotions last a lot longer inside your body, inside your mind than what is considered normal by any account. You feel compassion and you feel deeply. And sometimes you're riding the highest of highs. So you might feel joy and elation intensely. But yeah, when we have those times where we're not feeling so great about things or life trips us up, it can be a real hard road to get back to that sense of balance. Aside from that though, and I think this is the important part, is that you've really got to ask yourself, are these feelings that I'm experiencing actually my feelings? Because the essence of being an empath is that in truth, you actually are like a radio tower that receives the frequency of other people's emotions and other people's feelings. And that's where it can be very tricky because once you realize this, you start to question, are these feelings even mine or am I channeling somebody else's feelings at this point in time? 
Experiencing the emotions of others is one element to being an empath. So this is where you may now can put some jigsaw pieces together and identify those times where perhaps you walked into a room and you just felt the tension without anyone having to say one word. When you've been somewhere out, out at the shops maybe, and you're having a good day and suddenly you just start feeling lousy. Maybe the day starts feeling heavy and there's absolutely no reason whatsoever for you to feel down. This is where us as empaths can be taking on the frequency of emotions from other people and we're even, for the most part, unaware of it. (laughs) But then there's another type of superpower that we have. Some empaths experience both of these, or some of you will identify that you experience one or the other. So the other type of experience that an empath may have is to physically feel what other people are feeling. That means if someone is feeling unwell, or they've got aches or pains, For some unexplained reason, you've never been able to put your finger on it, but you actually experience these feelings within your body, these physical sensations. So this is where you might be somewhere and you start feeling unwell for no apparent reason. The minute you get out of there, you're perfectly fine and have no issue with your health for the rest of the day. Now, whether you're aware of it or not, empaths tend to know within themselves that being in large crowds, being super social all the time, or going to places that have got a very heavy emotional feel, never quite gel with them. Depending on how much you're affected by other people's emotions and physical feelings, it may dictate your comfort level of actually being out there in the real world. So that's why a lot of people tend to, especially as they get older, admit to themselves, no, I'm a little bit more introverted, I'm more of a homebody, or I don't really love being in large crowds very often. You can never quite pinpoint exactly why you don't enjoy these types of spaces, but you just have a knowing within yourself that these places can be super draining. Because we live in such a fast-paced world as well, if you are openly going to admit that being at a party last night requires you an entire day or two to get over it, to get over that energetic drain that you've just gone through. People are going to judge you for that. I mean, it's not considered normal to be drained by something that we are all accustomed to doing all the time. So this is where we can just accept the societal norms and unfortunately have to push away our needs and quash 
those feelings that we need some time to recuperate. Just keep on going on with things and never have that ability to revive our energy within ourselves. And that's why empaths can experience terrible burnout or it might start leading to increased feelings of anxiety. Stress and depression, of course, can be the byproduct of truly ignoring your energetic needs. So empaths benefit greatly from a lot of alone time or having limited contact with huge groups of people. Yeah, that might not be possible when you have to go to work or you have to socialize, but knowing within yourself that you need that decompression time afterwards becomes an express lane, fast-tracking you on your way back to feeling good again and energetically balanced. Now, here's the truth. Despite living my entire life, clearly being able to pick up the frequency of people's emotions and people's physical feelings, I actually did not learn about the term empath until I was in my 30s. I was called sensitive more times than I can even remember. If something upset me, it would take me so long to get over it. When I was a child, I went to a nanny while my parents worked, and I was the only child that she minded So I didn't really have a heap of interaction with other kids. When I was in primary school, I definitely remember having friends, but I also remember moments where I was happily playing by myself with no problem. And in my teens, despite all the hormones that we all have, I do now admit I felt emotions so heavily that they could be decimating. Volatile situations with lots of anger and yelling felt like an energetic wrecking ball. When I finished school and was ready to join the workforce, I was drawn to an industry of helping people feel good. I became a beauty therapist In my early days being a trainee and a junior therapist, I can now admit it was terrible energetically. I'd go through periods where I would feel completely wiped out. And there were even times where I would unexplainably feel ill. I've always held a lot of my emotions in my stomach So things like headaches and nausea have just been a common thing throughout my whole life. When I learnt about being an empath, though, it made me reflect on so many times wondering, were those feelings even mine? Fast forward to a time in my early 30s. I was feeling particularly burnt out. I had two very small children at the time and I'd already returned to full-time work as a rep. 
So very high pressure. And my husband said to me, you need some time away. In fact, he was a little bit scared about bringing up this concept, this idea that he had because he didn't want to offend me. But the darling said, you seem like you need some time. So please don't be upset. Don't get angry. But I was thinking maybe you should book a weekend away by yourself. And it was so beautiful. (laughs) At first I went, what? And it was just such a great idea. Now, I truly believe that the universe works for you always. And at that point in time, I needed some help. So I booked this time away and I was on my way to the Dandenong Ranges to stay in a little bed and breakfast for two nights all by myself. I stopped at a bookshop on the way and I found a book by Dr. Christiane Northrup called Making Life Easy. That was the first time I heard little hints about this concept of being an empath. I ended up getting onto her radio program, which was on Hay House Radio, and on there one day she interviewed Dr. Judith Orloff, who is an expert in all things empath wise. (laughs) And Dr. Orloff has a brilliant book called The Empath's Survival Guide. When I started reading that book, I felt like I had come home. I felt like I'd found somebody that understood me. And for the first time in my life, I realized that everything, and I mean everything that I'd felt throughout my whole life was completely normal and nothing to be ashamed of. So why was that weekend away so profound? Because one, I learned that I actually had possessed a superpower my whole life. And two, that time alone to revive my energy was exactly what a person like me needed. When you know that you're an empath, you can prepare for instances where you know you may be energetically drained. You can protect yourself from other people's energies by doing some simple practices. When I know that I need to go to crowded places like the shops, I'll quite often use some crystals. I'll take some, I normally put them in my bra, (laughs) but using protective crystals like amethyst or obsidian or black tourmaline, these types of things help me to feel safe. You can also work with other energies. I prefer to call in the angels of protection when I'm in these types of circumstances. I truly have always felt like Archangel Michael has been a part of my life a lot. Of course, archangels can't be your guardian, um, but I see flashes of blue 
all the time. And Michael feels very homely to me, very friendly. So I know with Archangel Michael being the angel of protection, I can call on him whenever I start to feel stressed or overwhelmed and don't quite understand what's going on and simply ask him to cut any energetic ties that are coming onto me right now and to create a protective bubble or shield around me so I don't take on the frequencies of others. Coming home and knowing that you might be experiencing that energetic burnout, it's the perfect opportunity to just take yourself away into a room where you're by yourself, maybe a bedroom or a place that you feel most comfortable and just allow yourself to do some deep breathing and seriously, just decompress, just do nothing. My husband is super supportive, so he's never offended if I tell him I'm going to take myself away into the bedroom of an evening and go and do a meditation to try and help revive my energy. Water is another beautiful cleansing tool for empaths as well. I mean, we all got a shower, of course, (laughs) so that's a bonus, but uh, even when you know that you're very energetically burnt out, a bath, soaking in a bath and just letting all of that energy drain into the water as you bathe is another beautiful ritual to incorporate when you need to do so. So with this being the first episode of the Empathic and Heart Driven podcast, I hope I've been able to shed a little bit of light, as I said I would, on what being an empath actually is. I highly recommend you grab a copy of Dr. Judith Orloff's book, The Empath Survival Guide, to give you so much more information on this topic, if anything that I've said has resonated with you today. It's my hope for everyone that you feel comfortable to put your hand up, no matter what personality type you are, no matter what your needs are, and say to the world, this is me, and this is what I need to feel comfortable. We live in a fast-paced world, and sadly, there's an expectation that despite our differences, we're all meant to fit into one very specific mould. We all have expectations of one another that may not suit everybody. Throughout my career, being a beauty therapist a beauty therapy teacher, a sales rep, and now even a salon owner. I have literally worked with and taught thousands of people using my empathic superpowers to tap into their needs, knowing full well that every single person that I work with is different and it takes different energies and approaches to make them thrive. Life becomes so much easier when we break free from the mold and lean into what truly makes us happy when we unapologetically adopt the practices that we need as an individual to help us get ahead in life. So I truly hope that you'll join me in future episodes of the Empathic 
and heart-driven podcast where we'll dive deeper into all things within the realm of energy and feelings because I honestly do believe that aligning with your true self is your superpower. And when you know, love and accept yourself, life truly does become sparkly. I'm Megan Jean, and from the bottom of my heart, I truly thank you for joining me on the Empathic and Heart-Driven Podcast. You can find me at meganjean.com, and I'm known as Ms. Megan Jean on all social media. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, review. It's going to help other people just like you to find this beautiful energetic container. I look forward to chatting with you next time. Until then, make sure you keep sparkling, okay?